Hello, everybody, and welcome to Inside the Squad. You know, I had fun on this episode because we just we just had a conversation. We did not have a guest. It was just the crew, and we spoke about current topics, current trends. We got on, kind of went down a rabbit hole on a few things, but we had, well, we did, but we had a good time. So we hope you enjoy. This weather, this is this is fall. Perfect. Fall has arrived. I don't. I don't think it's fall. It's just. Uh, a, it's a little cool in the mornings, but boy, it's. it's uh, I think hey, it that has. brings us to our first topic: uh, global warming. Oh, global warming. <laughs> Jump in. <laughs> Can, can we go to football instead, or we're gonna stay? Well, let's see. Yeah. We, so go we've ahead. got a list here. We got politics, religion, global warming. What else? Gun control. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Two of those we got to strike off the list right off the bat. Okay, there's no. But list. gun control. I thought we could talk. About we could that. talk about Andrew Good Luck control. and and his retirement. I mean, there's yeah, I all kinds of that. things out there. Who, what exactly? Andrew Luck and his retirement. Uh, Made a smart move. Is Cashed that the guy with the early. neck beard? Come on, you're a huge Colts fan. Stop it. Am I? Okay. Yeah, I really don't care either. I, I love football, but I, it, it's it, it means nothing to me. That doesn't impact my life. No, not at all. Not at all. So it does yours. Ian really wants to talk about gun control. Okay. Go. So what do you think about that? I guess one of the questions I get asked quite often is, is what do I think about teachers carrying guns? And I always, I'm not for it. I don't think that's a responsibility they need to, to worry about. I'm not saying that there aren't teachers that aren't capable, you know, but I just don't think that that's uh Well, if you put guns in teachers' hands, that almost requires them to take a hero role. And that's a lot to ask anybody. Yeah, you know, my... Boy, and I know this is a little bit of a hot topic subject, but, you know, it takes away from what their mission actually is, and that is to educate, to teach. I agree. And, and it places that additional... And for those of you that might hear the banging noise, you want to explain that, Alan? Yeah, they're building that building next to us. and You're not Alan. They're hard at work. Yeah. Why you jump in for Alan? Alan can talk. Hey, speaking of neckbeards, Alan shaved his. And I actually <laughs> and I actually prefer you without a beard, just to be clear. It's much cooler in the summer. And I went scuba diving a couple weeks ago, and my mask doesn't seal with a mm. mustache and beard. So... This looks better. All right. I'm writing, I'm adding to scuba diving to the list because that's something that I don't know anything about that. All right. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. I know what it means. I just, Mm -hmm. okay. I've just never done it. Right. What's the banging? They are building some sort of wood structure on top of the intake air vents for City Hall and it's 30 feet away. Oh, that's a city hall construction? I thought no, no, it was... they're doing it for the others. The other building, crossing. but they are using our concrete square edges to oh. shape some plywood. Okay. That building looks awesome, by the way. That is going to be incredible. I can't wait to, to hear what the retail... We totally just got off. And this is what I like. See, this is what I wanted. It was just a good old genuine conversation. So tell me, what are they putting in there? Well, that's a seven-story building with 
apartments mm -hmm. on the upper levels. There is some parking for the residents underground, and then the bottom level will be retail. Do you know what stores are going on there? Nope. That has not been decided yet, and that hasn't been shared with the city either. I know that they're working a few deals, and I've, you know, I could put that out there on, on social media and everybody say, ooh, Cheddar's, ooh, Starbucks, ooh, we want this, that, that. But Have it's not ideas? up to us. Could you imagine if they stuck a Starbucks next to us? It's going to be food or well, clothing? It, or yeah, or? it would save a drive. <laughs> it would save a drive. <laughs> I, I know that, that Lafayette, Greater Lafayette, is one of the fastest growing areas, is the fastest growing area in the state, and it's one of the most populous areas in the state, and it's our progress is incredible and so everybody wants to be here especially downtown i i heard the same thing downtown looks great downtown is amazing i, t I tell you what like it is awesome to see the growth and the way it looks a lot of a lot of things to do i know when we were speaking with the mayor i can't remember if it was on the podcast or somewhere else yeah, it but was him bringing you know entertainment and you name it here i mean i feel like we've had more events this summer than we ever have is that fair to say? Or? Well, I mean, what makes an event? Is it something you have to buy tickets for? That's because there's, there's, there's pop-up musicians. You know, we've, we've got buskers on the, on the street corners sometimes. And, and by the way, there is no city ordinance against that. So if you've got a guitar and you want to open your case and play for the people, that's cool. Um, we have... I can't play. I, I never even played the recorder. Really? How did you do that? That doesn't surprise me. What? Well, Listen, I can sing. Can you? No, I can't. But I'd like to think <laughs> I could. Fixer, it didn't happen. I bounced around in elementary school. I think I went to three different elementary schools, so I must have like literally just been, oh, missed the recorder. I just karate chopped <laughs> my mic. I missed the recorder every time. Would you like me to bring one in for you? Yeah, I'll, t I'll test the waters. Okay. I, we I mean, we can actually record this huh, <laughs> of him on the recorder, and then put that out there on social media that would be fun that would be cool i so, can yeah. challenge other cops to a recorder like who can come up with the best yeah tune. the recorder solo was that like we'll fourth, see if we can get that grade, trending right? something that's not relevant and we'll make it relevant the recorder that's right i think it's it's nobody appreciates the recorder speaking of social media we as far as recruiting that is extremely helpful we're getting applicants that say that they found us via social media, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is great. And we're hiring, by the way. I'll throw that plug in there probably a couple hey. times. All right, hiring heroes. Hiring for civilians too. You need more dispatchers, I think. Dispatchers. We're just hiring. And a crime analyst. This is as far as dispatchers. That there's two opens right. They're been posted right now. Is it? But, I mean, do they apply going through LafayettePolice.us? Mm, that's a good question. I, I don't think so. I believe dispatchers go through the city portal. But cops, LafayettePolice.us. That's right. We are hiring. We have quite a few openings. We do. Well, you know, check out the city's Facebook page, at LafayetteIN. Follow the post there. Follow it all. Follow it all. So, anyways, so what were we talking about? We're yeah, talking about teachers with, the guns teachers with the teachers with guns. Schools. Yeah. So tell us, you were you were getting ready to tell us how you feel. Oh well, I mean, I, I just I kind of look at it as you know we take away uh, we add that additional responsibility and stress uh, to an educator who 
you know, doesn't train for that on a regular basis. Their mindset is not there on a regular basis. And, you know, and, and you can make the argument that you're actually inserting a weapon into that school that wasn't there to begin with. And, you know, I, I think the training is the key piece to that. You know, if that, if that is something that's going to be successful, um, that school corporations throughout the country that have implemented, um, then I think there's going to need to be constant training with with the staff that are they're going to be carrying a handgun inside the school. Have have there been schools? I'm sure there have. There has to. I yeah, I couldn't tell somewhere you. I couldn't tell you right States. now. I, I know that that has taken place where some states have passed that law that allow educators to carry handguns in the school. Now, my guess would be that there are some you know process controls on that on a on a school corporation level within those states that regulate you know there's policies and and i'm sure that those things have taken place but the bigger issue is still you know teachers with guns right and and that's the that's the hurdle i think that a lot of people have difficulty with they can't get over that yeah i mean you're not myself included i mean i i i just i have reservations about that i'm i'm 100 with you their job is to teach and i think they would argue that as well you know and to you're literally throwing a pretty big responsibility on on them but you know the the flip side of that coin is you know there and there's been countless stories of uh teachers within the schools that have uh performed heroic acts uh to to put themselves in harm's way to save to to save kids or um you know other things that have occurred where they've they perform life-saving efforts and you know you know the the ability is there for them to effectively uh, handle this. I, I just, I think it's just an added, it's a humongous added stress on, on teachers to have to, to, to be concerned about that each and every day. I agree. And there, there are different ways to train them. Can we talk about active shooter training? Well, we can, but I mean, before we even go there, I think to me, a better solution is, you know, again, it all, it always boils down to money, but putting more police officers, in schools i mean having that is their job right because uh, you don't like that idea I, I mean i'm just that is their that's our job so when they're there they're there to enforce the law they're there for security they're there i want to i want to that is their to job. My naivete where if you i believe that if you if you expect a child or a, a person to act a particular way then they will fulfill that so if we can turn that around and assume that everybody's going to be to be law-abiding and orderly, then that should be the standard. I'm afraid that if we put more police officers in school and try to police everything, everything in society, then it will become necessary. That will be the standard. And I, I, don't, want, I don't want to think that way. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but I, I, schools, there's just there's a lot a lot of vulnerability there, you know, and more officers. But not only that, it's not only are we enforcing law and we're the security portion of the school. You're also building those relationships because you're going to have police in every community, right? And I, you have to have those strong ties. So you're kind of doing two things there, making the place safe, but you're also building relationships. You know, interacting, helping in any way we can. It's not like they're just standing there guarding doors. I mean, they 
Okay, so I can get behind the, the yeah. community policing aspect of it. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm I mean, the whole that. school resource officer, they're in many schools. I'm just saying, why not throw some extra in there, you know, um, versus arming teachers. That's what I'm getting at. Okay. All right. So then you've got... I don't think there's any <laughs> guaranteed great answer, but again... It's it's difficult to fill the positions we have, right? Oh, absolutely. So, and then that's where the training comes into play. Like you're saying, the active shooter training, training. Hey, if this does occur, here are your options. You know, to run, hide, fight. If you know that would ever to occur, hopefully not. Right? Hopefully, you'll never have to use it. But you know, so you're empowering them, educating them on how to respond to an incident. So the training, that's obviously key. You need to have that because, like you're saying, there's just you're not always going to be able to have all those police officers there. Right. So uh, pretty soon, when you uh, go to college to become a teacher, you're going to have courses on not only. Oh, so yeah. I mean, teachers do so much. Educators have so much responsibility now. I mean, they have to do some parenting. They have to. They have to advocate for the children for everything i mean not only abuse and neglect but basic things like nutrition and if you can't get a child basic needs met then they're not going to be in a position where they can even learn so yeah you're right and not, honestly to tie that in with like the whole football thing i get those guys that are entertaining people or not but the amount of money they make I, you know, I think teachers first respond. Seriously. Well, no, I that's, agree. I mean, it's just that's why I'm like, okay, they're playing a sport. I, I get it. It's entertaining. Many people love it. But they're just, they're just making obnoxious money that they just don't need all that money. In my opinion. It's totally my opinion. Well, but yet you got teachers that are making forty grand a year that are doing all these tasks that are truly affecting people's lives. Again, not that these guys in uh, you know, major league sports aren't affecting people's lives, but on a regular basis, these teachers day in and day out and and they're not Right. They're shaping they're shaping lives. A good friend of ours is is a teacher and I know she has to out of her own pocket pays to decorate the room right you know they're you know so right it's just so therefore i will no longer ever attend a professional football game how's that stop it what no just stop it that you're not being serious no i, really, I don't I, care i don't I've care about been. professional football <laughs> i've never been there i mean but this is i, I mean you dance around the issue but it's it's a cultural priority right. that we've placed upon ourselves. We have chosen to say this is what we're what's important and 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 we can and, and people continue to go and they continue to pay mm -hmm. those ridiculous amounts of money to for season tickets or just for one game. I mean, right. you know, that's that's something that we as a society can change uh and where we decide to place our priorities. How do we change that, Brian? Oh boy. We're not going to cover that in an hour. All no, right. we're not. Okay. And, and just to be clear, but, like, but but but, you, but it does start where it, it starts with those role models at a young age, and those role models are your teachers, and they are your parents, and they are police officers, and they are people in the community in a position of trust. Um, 
So that that's where it starts. Though that that value system in the home, in the schools, coaches tie back into football. You know, you know, lots of coaches um, in youth sports, and not just within the school corporations, but at a much younger age that are, you know, individual, um, you know, independently run organizations for all different sports. But that's that's where it starts. Those and, priorities and, I'd and like, values. I'd like to recognize too that we're just stating our opinions. There yeah, might be the I'm, rest of society who says, no, this is okay. Yeah. It's all right to do this. No, I, yeah. Pay our athletes millions of dollars a well, year. Well, isn't, isn't that the case anyway? I mean, if you're putting, you know, 40,000, 50,000 people in a stadium for a football game, haven't we already said that? Yeah, that's, this is. Yeah. Well, and it's so much deeper, like you said, we can't unpack it in an hour because on the same side or on a different note, like there's creating a lot of jobs there as well. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so I'm not, I'm not saying it's just tough. I, my whole point is, is that teachers don't make enough. <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. I agree. And you know, when you have individuals that are making millions upon millions of dollars, I, just as the older I get, I just realize what I really truly need versus what I want. And those wants are slowly kind of going away as like, man, I, don't, I really don't need the, I don't need the brand new 2020, what is it going to be, 2020, yeah, or the 2022 vehicle or whatever. And and so when I see and I hear about people that are making just, what they say, what, what who has the most amount of money? Isn't it like, <clears throat> there's a very small percentage that has almost all the money. Are you talking about world. sports still? No, we, not really. I mean, yes and no. Because there, I mean, I mean, we you can make the flips. The flip side of that argument is is such a small percentage that reach that elite athletic status, and you know, aren't are they aren't they deserving of that money? And when you take a look at the uh, the average amount of time that an athlete actually their 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 professional athletic career in the NFL, it's like two and a half years. It's not long at all. Yeah. So, you know, when you look at what they make in those two and a half to three years, so let's say a five-year yeah. versus someone who works, you know, um, a, a nine-to-five job or whatever for 30 years or 25 years, I mean, do, does it balance out? And, and maybe that's the counter-argument, right? And we want to see that, obviously, because we pay to go and watch – Right, so there's games. entertainment value. And Absolutely, if we need there's to, entertainment value. If we need a stress reliever from our shift work or whatever, then that's what we yeah, do. Yeah, why, why do you go to a movie, you know, and pay, you know, $16 or whatever it is for... Well, I was... I'm having a hard time formulating what I'm trying to say exactly, but when I was looking at... Well, real quick, I was looking at this article the other day where this very influential athlete... It said they had a yacht that made the Titanic look small, you know. And I guess my whole thing is, is like, I guarantee that yacht sits parked for most of the year or most of a lifetime, and all that money wasted. It, but it, to them, it's not wasted. That's a personal choice. They decide to spend their money on that. Yeah. If he's I mean, smart, you'll rent it out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, probably not. If you have that much money, you're not going to rent it out. You're going to park it and use the one you I'd, want. And... I'd rent it out. You have to have a crew of at least 10 people on that yacht to just yeah. just to run it. You've got to have licensed captains. People take care of the engines and well, everything. My... It's just have it sit is just but on the like flip side, an airplane sit. Just wastes. Let's give it to the teachers. All that money 
could go to other things is where I'm getting at. You know, all that money could go to helping other people's lives. But, you, but like you said, they have earned it. So, I mean, you just. Yeah, it's, that's their choice. And there, there are also philanthropic. I'm trying to get you more money, teachers. I'm trying. inclined <laughs> sports uh, super athletes. I mean, there are people out there who do give back to the community. You know, I absolutely. I think philanthropy is a huge part of professional athletics. Sure is. Absolutely. I just wish I would have played more video games because those kids are making crazy amounts of money. What was the? Wasn't there a? An, Alan, you might know because I'm not a big gamer or techie or anything. But there was you know. something not too long ago where there was that competition out there. I can't remember what city it was. Uh, was it? Fortnite or oh, whatever yeah. and the amount of money that that winner out of all those all the thousands of people that competed was, was like a million dollars or something I mean, that, I'd, I'd probably guess it's more and maybe people more pay yeah. just to watch yeah or just they have a favorite player and they'll just it's a big, did you hear about that I mean yeah they, I heard about yeah but uh, it's a big thing it's been a big thing for a while these competitions in video games and making money it's it's a thing but again, you, you it's just a very it, small percentage. If you just, just spent more time on I was pretty Xbox good. I was or pretty decent. PlayStation, were you? Yeah, I was pretty decent. Mm -hmm. Super Mario for me. Yeah, you're that's... Yep. I had Atari. Although Mario's still... <laughs> Go ahead, say it. <laughs> Nothing, Atari? I'll say it. <laughs> Frogger? Atari. <laughs> my Atari. Oh my. You don't even know what that is, do you? No, I'll Google it later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring mine in. You know, you can definitely see that the the new age mindset in the police force as well. I mean, there's it, it's interesting how it's changed. It's interesting how you know yesterday I was the brand new guy, and now I'm like the old guy. Yeah, I, but what did the old guys say about you guys when you got hired? Oh yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, rookies. That's generational. I think that's just a cycle that continues to repeat itself. In society, too. 100%. But being in the position I am, it's definitely weird to look at it. And I can only imagine how Patty feels seeing all the years of police work. I mean, what, you know, what's funny is you know, my son is, you know, in college. He's starting his senior year. And, um, you know, we moved him into his apartment a couple of weeks ago and went out to eat. And he and I were having that same conversation. He already now sees a difference in the in the generational you know of 16 and 17 you know he's 21 and he sees that and he's commenting on that so it's you know what's funny is does that does that amount of time start to collapse upon itself to where it's more frequent where it used to be generational like 10 years you know a decade and you could really see the change maybe now we, we are moving so quickly as a society that it's in much much smaller increments, you know, three and four years, and we're already changing, and that. So, I mean, seriously, we could have you could, I think you could label just, every generation for like the next, you know, every three or four years is right. No, I, I with the technology and the way things are going, and, the, and it's light it does speed. it does translate. Then, I mean, you can almost pick a generation. We'll call it a generation, but it's only going to be a three or four year span. You know, well, these kids never knew life without iPhones. You know, and, and a couple years older, they never knew life without mobile phones. So this is, it, you're right. 
Absolutely right. And it's happening quicker, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, you could say that right now, in, in, you know, three years from now, kids will never understand life without the iPhone 10, yeah. you know, or, what, you know. <laughs> no, you're right. Or they have to, they don't have to worry about commercials, right? Yeah. On TV. That, no, that's exactly right. I mean, a lot of people are transitioning over to that. I mean, that's, that's huge right now. Yeah, I've heard all kinds of things about, you know, like YouTube, instead of watching now, instead of watching like Netflix, you got to watch the whole, I guess you don't have to watch the whole thing, but now you can just watch little short snippets on YouTube and that's. Or you can binge watch an entire series of, a, 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 of your favorite television show. I mean, it, or movie after movie and. Yeah. Instead of, man, I got to wait till next Friday yeah. to watch that. Is that a thing? I don't have cable. I haven't had cable since like 2009 or 10. And I remember when I got rid of it to the lady on the line, she's like, are you sure you don't want cable? I'm like, I am positive because this is saving me like $100 a month. Mm -hmm. I got rid of mine 10 years ago. Did you? I haven't looked back. There's all kinds of... I was paying so much I felt obligated to watch it. And that's when I knew it was a problem. Mm -hmm. I know, but you get 100000 no channels on cable and you only watch two it's like well then why am i paying, I paying for this <laughs> premier package when he can't he can't even find what you want to watch i was having this conversation last night were you yeah were you like honey will you find something to watch no he was like honey where's all my shows and how do i find them <laughs> i don't know i mean there's too much to scroll through now there's hundreds of channels yeah how do you can't scroll through all that no so are we being more efficient with our time or are we just being lazy? Has anybody checked the screen time on their phone? I've, I haven't done it yet. It'll tell you like how much screen time you do a day. That's not fair. I, I'm on my phone for work. Oh, that's what everybody says. Patty. No, really. Look at my job description. I have to be on my phone. Are you are you literally calling her out right now? I did. I did. Really? Oh boy. Well, she's clear on the other side of the, the room, so right. I feel safe right now. Right. Yeah, for about three or four seconds until she gets up. And so hey, over. so with that being said, as far as time, oh, we can go. We can go down a tangent. People say, you know, I don't have time to do this exercise. I don't have time to do this. Right. I started school, remember, the beginning of this year? Right. And I was thinking, man, okay, where's the time? And, you know, even with kids and work and the wife, kids, work, school, I still found time. Yeah. And we have a lot of time to where we're wasting time. And it's really interesting when you sit back and truly assess, like, okay, where can I, you know, where can I find time? Where can I be more efficient? And everybody has room to where they can right. implement something in their life. It's just you got to be willing to do it, right? Well, there is a well-known adage that says if you want something done, ask a busy person. Yeah. And, you know, I, I reflect on different areas, at different times in my life. We raised four children, and all four of them were in school at the same time, sometimes three different schools <clears throat> because of their ages. I don't know how we got that done. I mean, my husband worked crazy hours, long hours, and so a lot of it, I mean, there were after-school activities. We limited our children to one activity at a time, one sport at a time. So, But that still meant, you know, this kid's going to football practice here and this day on that time, and this one's going to a different place, and this one's in soccer. 
and you know what we always ate every day so there was you know meals and and then just running the household laundry everybody has to you know I gotta have my gym shorts cleaned for tomorrow and things how do you do it I look back now and think four kids how how did we do that how did you do that because I only have did two. I do that I don't know well you know neglected them mostly <laughs> you know my thing is is that there you you have to have that family support I mean my my family helps us tremendously uh, my wife's family helps. I mean, we we have to have them. I mean, there's there's no doubt no, about not, it. Not everybody has that. Either. Well, I know, but I don't know how they do it. I mean, I really don't because I'll I called my mom this morning. I said, "Hey, mom, I need you to pick up the boys next Tuesday." Yeah, you know, so I can because I got to work. I got to do I, this. That, I the did other. have and, a lot of that, but we also raised the children to help. You know, true. you got to help out the younger one. I remember at. A, my two-year-old, my firstborn son, when he was two years old, he was helping his one-year-old. Okay, so that's not right. He was three, and he was helping his two-year-old get cereal for breakfast, which is great until he tried to lift the gallon of milk. But, you know, that's... Yeah, that's but my eight-year-old trying to help my four-year-old, it starts off, oh, yeah, and then all of a sudden I hear fighting every time. So Yeah, but that's normal. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, I know. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, You'll, you'll miss that, trust me. Oh, I guarantee it. You're going to miss that. I don't want to go that far Here, yet. Brian. One day at a time. Brian, is that a tear? One day at a tear. No, Actually, no, no tears. You're just going to miss it. Speaking of getting I mean, older, it's you my... You know that. Just, those things are missed. My son's birthday is today. Oh, that's outstanding. Yeah, he's eight today. Wow. So he's pretty stoked about it. Awesome. Yeah. And you know mine was yesterday, right? No, I did not. I missed that. 34. Happy birthday. Thank you. Congratulations on surviving 34 years, and happy birthday to your mother. Yes. She did all the work. She did. Yes, so, she did. I don't, even, don't even go down that. She'll let you know. God love her. She should. She should. That's right. Yeah. So in, in the spirit of, I guess, current events, there is one thing, because I was thinking last night a little bit, um, you know, what, what topics we might talk about today. And this one might be a little bit of a hot topic issue, but I want to bring it up anyway. So there was something that made the national news, I think, that most people probably had a chance to see. And that was the uh, the police officers in New York City with the, the buckets of water that were dumped on them. You guys remember seeing that in the, in the media? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I... Just to kind of talk about that a little bit, you know, because we talk about, obviously, culture and our society and, you know, things that are changing. But I saw that, and I think maybe my reaction was different from everyone here. I don't know, but that made me angry that that was just, you know, ignored. Just to have water dumped on me while I was doing my job. Surprise. Chase you around for a while, dump water on you. Yeah. I mean, and have other people be happy about it. Thoughts? So, I, I listen. When I'm not at work, I try to stay away from the news. So you didn't see this? I did not. I, I can't help. Like I don't want. Honestly, there's so much negativity that's that's pushed out. When I'm not at work, unless I'm getting called out for SWAT. Or it's something that's you know dealing with me directly. What I'm talking about in my world, right away from work. Yeah, I don't look at the news. I don't want to know about it until I come back to work the next day. I, you just can't. You, it'll consume you. 
It will absolutely consume you. So I stay away from it. I don't have... I don't have a, a media app, or you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm sorry, a news media app. I don't have any of that. I don't have, like I said, I don't have cable, so I don't see. All we have is is streaming services, and I, I stay away from it, so I have no clue with what you're talking about. Uh, is, that, is that a bad thing? No, not necessarily. That's, that's your own personal decision. I, I just kind of assume, since, you know, we do host a podcast and we were doing current events, that... You might have done I guess I was stuck on the uh, <laughs> gun control thing and then, like, active shooter. Is, and is this too much of a hot topic to talk about? Oh, I, I don't think so. So explain to me one more time what had occurred. So you had uh, police officers. There were multiple occasions of this, but I think the first one had to do with two officers in New York City uh, in uniform um, that uh, basically a group of people had – rushed up on them with buckets of water and, I mean, literally doused them, like head-to-toe soaked in water. And and they basically kind of just jogged off. They just kind of let it occur and, and went about their business. Clearly it was they were being rude about it, right? There wasn't... Disrespect. Was there anything else that... Yeah, just... Dis- it was the thing about it is that it, it grew then because some... Yeah, you started to see it, media, uh, it, it. You started to... It's like, oh, it, let's do that. Well, it continued. And um, I think the most recent one I saw was an officer that was parked in his squad car in New York City and people were coming up and just continually to dump water on top of the squad car while he's sitting inside of it. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I just, you know, that's, to me, that's a little different, right? But when yeah, it's you're one thing on the car, it's another thing on your person. Right. You know, so I, I my question is, is I that, they were is, is that, I mean, is that something that, you know, to walk away from that, to ignore that? Cause some of the opinions were they commended the officers for, showing restraint and, and walking away, but wow, somebody just committed battery on you. Yeah. Granted it's, it's water, but you know, it with malicious intent. Yeah. 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 This wasn't accidental. This no, no. wasn't, this was clearly no. intentional. I think this there, goes, there was a lot, there was a lot of public, you know, um, it was a mob. Well, I mean, on a national, I mean, a lot of people were just like aghast, like, "Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? That that just happened?" Mm-hmm. And, there and they was, thought and, that, and there was no, there was no consequences for those actions. I mean, I I think maybe they have gone back since then, identified some of the people, and maybe made some arrests. I, I don't know. Um, I, I I can't speak intelligently to the facts on that, but but I guess just from a, from a police perspective, and we're talking about kind of current events and things that are going on. What that that rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, I had, I had a difficult time watching that. I'll well, be of honest. course, because it is such blatant disrespect. And it, how could you do that? And that's when I say, thank goodness I live in the Midwest, where we don't have to deal with that. And I'm not saying that's it's that we're isolated from it or anything, or that it's in one particular area. Um, but we don't normally have that level of a disconnect between law enforcement and the public. And I think that's what, what we're seeing here in New York City is, I mean, this, you know, some people are trying to spin it and say it's political and it's because of anti-police rhetoric and things. But I think because of the community policing that gets done, especially here, 
and because we we do have a lower crime rate that we don't have to deal with that and that's it's shocking it's absolutely shocking yeah i don't want to live in that world it, it takes me back to the negativity that's what sells and i'm confident that most people are truly supportive of the police mm. and those people also have jobs to do and they're busy dealing with their world so they're not incredibly vocal about their support right because they support us but they're busy with their life and they're law-abiding citizens and i think that, that that small group of people that were throwing water is also the small group of people that are out there you know talking bad about police officers right and so i think yes they absolutely should have been arrested for a battery and you can't just throw water on us because you're trying to prove some point it just you so, can't throw so, water on anybody so does, throw on, yeah, no, so does, exactly. a, does a police officer not take action for fear of the repercussions for fear of what that's going to look like on you know the six o'clock news or on youtube when that gets posted out there when they do arrest someone for committing battery on them with water is if that a, if a know, crime was so what 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 i guess that's my bigger question is what 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 creates that that culture of inaction that I'm not going to take action here? I'm going to walk away from this situation. That's a good question, it, and I know you're getting ready. Sorry. No, you're fine. But I believe that there are always, there are always going to be times to where, yes, we could have made an arrest on whatever, and you choose not to, right? Because it's maybe it's not the best decision. For oh, that, sure. For well, that that's moment. the discretion okay. part of it. The right. discretion. Right. But times like that to where there's blatant a blatant crime and, and they're being malicious and you know they're it's getting blasted all over social media and then actually throw that part out who cares if it goes on social media but you know they're throwing water but, and they're but, committing but, battery but is that made. something that that's in the consciousness of the officer oh, 100%. The right 100%. That, that's you know so i i don't i don't know what was in their minds at the time and i'm not going to try and second guess them because i wasn't in their shoes but uh and it's definitely not this community um you know it is this happened in a very large metropolitan city but so that's why i asked you know what are what are the surrounding circumstances because you know this goes to another thing is that going back to media they're going to show the small portion that looks the most horrendous that looks like oh look how what look what they did look how horrible uh, horribly they performed and that's all people are going to see they're not going to see the before and probably the after right most importantly the before well how did we even get to this point and and so that perception it's all about perception so me i do not like to monday night quarterback any police officer and their decisions because i don't know the, all the circumstances so even these guys they got the water thrown on them maybe there was a hundred people around and they're just it just wasn't going to happen right there was no way they could safely affect an arrest right on man yeah i get it yeah you know it's very easy for me to be like oh yeah i would arrest them and i think they probably again if i don't i don't know the circumstances so i don't even like speaking on it because i just i don't know what they were going through don't know what their mindset was and how can I judge what they did when I wasn't there, period? Mm -hmm. And so, but everybody's so, not, I shouldn't even say everybody. There's a lot of people that are quick to judge and, oh, I would have done this. No, you wouldn't have. You don't know. You have no clue. 
You have no clue what you have done because you've never been put in that situation. And you weren't put in that situation. You just, you just don't know. Yeah. No, you you're, know? you're 100% accurate on that. And I totally agree with you. Um, you know, it's just, again, in, in, in the spirit of talking about current no, events that are out there and... You know that that was one that I'm that I know I'm sure you know a lot of police officers, you know, uh, privately thought about and probably had discussions about with others. Is like, man, one, you know, what was going on there? What what happened? What created that environment? And then, what were the circumstances that occurred after that? So, but we also don't know what their directives are or their their department priorities. That's right. You know, they might have been. Maybe they're they're operating under a different set of guidelines than we have to worry about. Exactly. And that just goes back to we literally have we don't know what they're dealing with, what the mindset was, who was there. And so I cannot even I can't speak on, you know, what they should have done because I don't know. Yeah, You know, the first thing that popped into my head was, and I wonder what their battery on law enforcement statute looks like. Maybe it's vague, right? You know, maybe maybe it was one of those to where uh, maybe this fits, maybe this doesn't fit, and then like you said, discretion was applied, and and they and they chose to walk away from that. So you just don't know. So I have a question: What's the difference between battery and assault? Well, There's, usually, yeah, for for the, for Indiana, it's just that you know, battery is touching someone in a rude, insolent, or angry manner, and whereas assault. There isn't really a separate one other than the aggravated assault, which is a more serious injury to the body. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sure in other states it's probably called assault versus yeah, versus battery. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's it. That again goes back to not looking at the news, and you know, all I have to say is, is really try hard not to to come to some conclusion of how you feel or what you would do when you see these videos or you see these pictures because there's so much more that goes into it than that one little snapshot or that, you know, 20-second video. I mean, there's you just don't know. I, I understand where you're coming from, and I agree with you. And, and I think for us, that's easy for us to say, but it ties back into what we were talking about earlier, and that is, you know, the younger generation because we are generational, right? This is where they live. They live there. You know, that that information at the palm of their hand, that's where they get their news. And so they're constantly seeing that, whether it's a 30-second snippet or whether it's a movie, whatever, it's right there. Whereas, you know, we may go home and watch the, the 6 o'clock news or something different, right? And, but where are they getting their information from? Yes. That it's, it's literally right there, and it's in those videos, and it's in the news that, that whatever they, they happen to like on Twitter or Facebook, that's the news that they're getting, so it's right there. And so it's easy for us to say that. Well, I would just ignore it, but you know, when, they, when they open up their phone, boom, there's the latest news flashes rolling across, or here's a trending video, and here's, that's what they're seeing. So well, it's, I, it's easy for us to say, hey, don't focus on that, but... For for the for the younger people today, that's what they're constantly seeing. Well, so I'm not saying don't focus on it. You can you can look at it and you can see these videos. I think you just need to realize that just don't take it for just hell. Oh, that's oh, so that's what's happened. Oh, that's what happened. And, and formulate an opinion immediately when you don't have all the the circumstances. You don't know 
you don't have all the information. And so, yeah, you can look at the video, but if you're really truly wanting to formulate an opinion on whatever is being presented to you, that little short video or that picture, you know, take some time before you go around and be like, oh, you know, police officers are just horrible. They're just, you know, because that's, you just don't know. You don't know what's going on in that moment. You well, know? I'm talking about I'm talking about cops. Yeah, younger cops today. That that's oh, that's, that's all they what they're cops. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. What that's that's their news. I mean, why would they be any different than the rest of society or people their age? That's mm-hmm. that's the information they're getting. Yeah, you're right. You know what I think. So and, that, I mean, and I always that, tell that people that affects the way you think. I mean, let me let's face it. You're to a large degree. You're you're a product of that environment that you put yourself in. So. If that's, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Alan, you're kind of probably more savvy with regards to some of the trends that are out there, but, and you're definitely much younger than I am, so. <laughs> I I don't know why people do that or pay attention or try to form an opinion. It seems to be a lot of just immediately react to something and not think about it and try to come up with what somebody else could see it from a different angle and why someone may have done the thing that they did. It, I'm going to get you some coffee before our next podcast. <laughs> I don't like how. But he is. He's being all quiet, Patty. Yeah. Generally he's just am. upset because he shaved his beard. He's not a loud guy anyway. That's true. Patty and I shared an office for what, seven years, eight years. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really talk then. Yeah, the... So, so let me pose and this question, not, not to continue down this road, but th- this is the last question I'm going to ask. As, as an agency, as a law enforcement agency, and for agencies throughout the country, should you be concerned about officers not taking action based on that information that they're getting on a daily basis and the concerns that they have about perceptions and isn't that something that we should incorporate into our training with with younger officers that you can't let those things dictate whether you decide to exercise discretion or not? Don't worry about that 30 second snippet that that may show up on YouTube or or is that unrealistic? You they need to be conscious of their surroundings and what people are doing and the decisions and actions they take. But they also need to do what's right, what they feel is right in the moment, and and make sure they take proper action uh, because it might it might be their life or someone else's if they don't. And I don't know the numbers, and maybe I shouldn't even speak on it. But you know, last I heard, you know, uses of force are significantly lower than what they probably could be because officers try to use less use of force so they don't you know end up on cnn or whatever and uh, i can definitely see officers uh, hesitating in moments to where they probably should take action uh, because of the concern of how it's going to look or perceived or are they going to get um you know are if they there's somebody to- standing there with a, a phone videoing it yeah, or are they going to be indicted on charges for, you know, whatever? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about it. But, you know, that's where, like you said, the education piece comes into play and, and making sure that, yeah, the training and making sure they have all the tools and knowledge um, to have them as prepared as possible to deal with, 
any situation, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and just know that, hey, the department, you know, as long as you're following policy and procedure and as long as you're not committing a crime, they're going to have your back. They're going to make sure that you don't get thrown in the ringer. And uh, I truly, truly believe 99% of, of police officers are out there to do the right thing. They're out there to serve, to protect, and, and to have a career to take care of their family, period. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, you know, you would be naive to say that there isn't a couple bad eggs out there. Out There are, guaranteed, right? Every profession, but, yeah. Every profession. But m- most cops are out there to do the right thing. And, you know, it's tough with police work because that's what sells. You know, that's why I tell people. And that's another reason why I don't look at the news because it's there's at least a cop incident out there because that's what sells in the media. And it's interesting. It's in every movie. I bet you I would be really curious to see the number of TV shows and that are in some way, shape, or form surrounded or, you know, uh, they're about police work. And there's a lot of them, you know. Because that's what sells. It's, yeah, interesting. And, and, it's interesting. And I would say the vast majority of the stereotypes are inaccurate. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Completely inaccurate. Forever. Always has been, always yeah. will be. Yeah. And I've said it before, and I'm just parroting what my husband has said. There is no other profession that is scrutinized 24 hours a day. No, there's not. And that's okay. You know what? That's fine. Because, you know, we're not looking for any sympathy or anything of that nature. We sign the dotted line. We know what we got ourselves into, and we'll keep doing the job, and we'll do it right. Um, and I really, truly, again, believe that most people do support the police, and they are on our side, uh, and cops are doing the right thing. You know, it's a very small group that are doing the latter. So we'll keep doing our thing, keep moving forward. You know, I guess if anything that you take away from this is anytime you see those videos, I get it, and you're, you're right. You know, people are, it is affecting you in some way, shape, or form when you see that horrible video of, oh, wow, that, you know, whatever the case may be. But take time to be like, okay, what's the rest of the story? You know, exactly. where's the first 30 seconds or minute or whatever this video? What was that officer responding to? You know, what information did did he know prior to this or not know for that matter, right? Oh, they got water water poured on, poured on them? I can't talk. Uh there must have been tons of people. Something happened or there was other circumstances surrounded why they did not take action. So how many people do you think actually dig that deep? Oh. Other other than cops? Very, very small. When they see that kind Percentage. of stuff. Yeah, very, very small. Well, well, because everything's, what do you call it, swiping, right? Oh, okay. Oh. And you just go to the next one. And again... I'm and, what, and, what I'm, are, and what are those designed to do? To grab your attention, right? Absolutely. You've they're got the clicks. You've, you've they're got all about the clicks. Most Clickbait, right? Inv- Click. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You have the most incendiary five seconds or whatever, and that's what you're going to see. And that that's not the whole story. And I think most people understand that. Yeah, I, I really agree. do. I agree. I totally agree. It, it's just, yeah, there's so much information. Ew. So. You need to stop watching that when you go home. You know, and that's another thing. <laughs> so okay. I, I, I uh, all no, hold on, I'm gonna throw you, oh, no, no, throw you no, on the no, bus no, here for can't. a second. Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, he's told me the other day. He's told me the other day, you know, when you go home, you need to you know, you need to step away from work and you know, you gotta get away from it when you're at home, blah blah blah. And I'm like, um, you sent me an email at ten o'clock last night, like <laughs> 
<laughs> and you expected a response. Not at 10 o'clock. I don't think Not he, that huh? night. No, I no, he doesn't. He doesn't. He no, doesn't expect a response. No. But on a regular occasion, he is sending emails late at night. So he doesn't even get away. And so, yeah. So I do some of my best thinking at, you know, 10 o'clock at night. What can I say? I'm sorry. I apologize. I, I actually should probably work on that a little bit. Yeah. Boundaries, Brian. Boundaries. Well, and, man, we can see how I love how this all ties together because when we're talking about time, right, finding time and having extra time. So when I, what I do is at night when I used to just watch Friends, which is just that mind-numbing TV to, before you go to bed, that's when I study. That's when I'm doing my homework. Everybody's asleep. I take that time. I do my typing and whatnot. I get my whole point is, is there's just so much extra downtime that we fill with looking at your phone, watching TV, you know. But see, that's my that's my point from what we were talking about a half hour ago as to how we're utilizing our time. That that's it right there. I mean, we we get it. We see it. And now we're on to the next one and we're on to the next one and on to the next one. I mean, because isn't that your, a more efficient way to utilize your time versus sitting down and reading an entire article or watching an entire episode or. Yeah. You got to strike a balance. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And whatever, you know, and just so you know, I definitely do not expect a response at 10 o'clock at night. No, I know that. That's fair. I really don't even want you to pay attention to it till the next day. It it was just funny because we had that conversation. Otherwise you'd have gotten a text message. That's true. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Well, that's another thing, you know, and I know we're probably should cut this uh, cut this little short here, but uh, wow, that's been an hour already. Yeah, it's been an hour. But phone, I mean, just having your phone, I mean, being on call out with the SWAT team, like I, I'm obligated to have the phone next to me at all times. And man, that's tough. Is it? Well, it's it's not tough because like. I want to be there for my partners, and I'm ready. I'm ready for the phone call. I mean, what's tough is is I can never set it away and not mess with it. I guess you know what I mean. It's always with me, by me. Oh, they'll find you so, one way or another. Ian. But it's so important, though. I think to get away from that, unless you're off the grid, go on vacation. Yeah, to get away and shut that phone off. It's so off the grid. If you're not doing that, I'm, I I tell you what, go somewhere, have a vacation with your family, and shut that phone off. Just for a couple of days at the very least. Yeah, you're, it, you're it absolutely good. right. You're absolutely right. And I, and I think you need to do that every once in a while. It, it's hard for us in our profession to do that. It really is. Well, I guarantee you, got, again, not just us, you know. I hate, I hate segregating us from other, other careers out there. Don't because say hate. Don't say hate. Don't say hate. I don't like, you know, we're no more important than any other professional out there you know i guarantee there's tons of managers and ceos and blah 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 blah. you know people out there that have phones that they have to have on their side to answer their employees and so you know it's important for them as well to to shut that bad boy off and mm-hmm. for a couple of days if if they can i mean it really does it's it's nice nice priorities thing. it's about priorities it is about priorities yeah i agree well i gotta say that Dispatch knew my cell phone number because if they couldn't reach Dave, they would call me. Oh yeah, well the, you know my guys they have my wife's number and 
uh, that probably, I don't know if that's, is that a good thing? Yeah, that's absolutely uh, fine. Don't worry about it. Whatever. They have, <laughs> they have her number, and, <laughs> but they know that, you know, if my phone, I'm not answering it for whatever reason, they'll call her. Hey, you're in the it's, shower it's or time whatever. To go. I don't yeah. take my phone in the shower. It's, so. it's time to rock and roll, but yeah. Yeah. Man, this was good talk. So I had fun doing this. I, I did too. Yeah. We should do it more often. Great. The question is, do our listeners, did our listeners enjoy it? Let's I don't know. We'll find them. out. Let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Get a hold of Tom or Alan. Or throw, throw some comments on when it's on comments. SoundCloud. Or if there's something you want us to talk about. Yeah. If, you know, you want us to chime not, in on our opinion. It's not that we're out of topics. It's just that we wanted to try something different. Yes. And, you know, we'll have a, we'll have a guest next month. We'll have For a guest. Sure. And or we could also have a guest and talk about current topics, trends, or non-trends. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. We'll make something relevant. I'm going to make something good. Do it. All I right. believe in you. Well, I hope you guys have a good rest of the day. It's been a pleasure. Wake up, Alan. Alan needs coffee. Alan's fine. Leave him alone. This has been Inside the Squad, a podcast from the Lafayette Police Department in Lafayette, Indiana. Inside the Squad is a community outreach podcast and is hosted by Specialist DNO Shields and Captain Brian Phillips of the Crime Prevention Unit within the department. Production assistance provided by the City of Lafayette IT Department. You can email us show ideas or questions at podcast at lafayette.in.gov. Be sure to join us on Instagram, Twitter, Nixel and next door. Thanks for listening.